It's time to go around Broadway with New York Times theater critic Charles Isherwood. Richard Rogers and Oscar Hammerstein wrote some of the most beloved and frequently revived Broadway musicals. You know their names. But Allegro is not one of those most beloved, frequently revived shows. Allegro tells the story of a man's life from birth through hopeful youth into adulthood disillusion. It had a short Broadway run in 1947. It's been revived scarcely since then. But now, Classic Stage Company in the East Village has brought it back in a production directed by John Doyle, whose productions of Sweeney Todd and Company were seen on Broadway. So Charles Allegro came right after Oklahoma and Carousel, and those were both big hits. What was wrong with Allegro? Well, I think they were trying to experiment here. I mean, clearly they were. It's not a traditional musical play as those were. The story is told... Sometimes in summary, the chorus is very heavily involved, sort of narrating events and commenting on them. And we see snippets of the life, but it's not in any sense a traditional dramatization of a life. At the same time, it's infused with a certain amount of maybe a little cynicism about uh, the American ideals that you know had sort of been celebrated in their prior musicals. So in terms of both form and content, it was sort of a radical departure. So how does it feel today? It, does it look radical now or does it look like an experiment that didn't succeed? Well, <laughs> it's a hard one to answer because I think it's a little of both. It was very influential in many ways. Stephen Sondheim was sort of there for the making of it and has said it had a profound effect on his view of how the musical form could evolve. And so you sort of still see that. It is still a bit radical. It doesn't resemble any of the other big Rodgers and Hammerstein musicals. At the same time, Stephen Sondheim came along, changed the form in so many ways that you don't come out of the theater like, what on earth did I just see? Mm -hmm. You've still got wonderful Rodgers and Hammerstein score. How does John Doyle approach this show? Because he did some unusual things with Sweeney Todd and with Company that worked. He does those same unusual things here, in a sense. <laughs> the actors are, again, playing their instruments. Some people have said he needs to get a new shtick. I think it really works very well here because you want a sense of intimacy in this story. It's a very small-scale musical. It's a chamber piece, really. And having the actors play their own instruments sort of emphasizes that. The only hit that came out of Allegro was The Gentleman is a Dope. That's the only song that has any lasting resonance. So what's with that score? Is it really full of wonderful songs, or are they just used differently? Well, it's more of an integrated piece. There are some individual songs that are quite lovely. That one, of course, in a weird way stands out because you do know it from other contexts. Many singers have sung it. But much of the score is sort of flows together uh, more naturally, you know, almost like... Dare you know, we say I, opera? Dare we say... Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't quite go that far, <laughs> uh, that <laughs> hallowed term. Um, but uh, it does feel like, as I said, you know, a, a fully composed piece of music as opposed to a score with various songs that move, work in different ways. So is this revival going to change the story of Allegro and make it come alive a generation or two after it first appeared? I think it's exciting just for musical lovers to get to see the show, but I don't think it's going to be rushed to Broadway anytime soon. It's a very, uh, you can see why it's not a piece with massive popular appeal. Allegro runs through December 14th at Classic Stage Company, and we go around Broadway with New York Times theater critic Charles Isherwood each week at this time on WQXR. WQXR is supported by Manhattan Theater Club, presenting Lost Lake, a new play written by David Auburn and directed by Daniel Sullivan, the team behind the Pulitzer Prize-winning Proof. New York Magazine calls Oscar nominee John Hawkes sensational, and Time Out New York says Tracy Toms is excellent. Lost Lake tells the story of two strangers bound together by circumstance and struggling for connection in an imperfect world. Now through December 21st only. Tickets at nycitycenter.org.